Welcome to the Pretty and Petty Podcast. Where being pretty is a privilege. But being petty is so so much much more more fun. fun. But y'all knew that. Hey everybody, welcome back. And this week's episode, we are going to be talking about overcoming setbacks. Yes, overcoming setbacks. So I'm going to read an affirmation for the episode today. It's, my comeback will be better than my setback. It's that simple. Literally. Like you can just repeat that over and over throughout the week and use it to reinforce positivity into your life and, you know, setting yourself up for success. There you go. I know there's been times that, you know, we have felt like we've been set back. Oh, but focusing and putting our focus on, you know, the positive in life and overcoming everything that set us back. Right. Is really is what we're going to dive into today. My first question would be, what to you look like your biggest setback in life to date? Um, I would say for me, probably the biggest setback was I had lost a job at a point Mm -hmm. and I was making great money. Mm -hmm. I had graduated. I ran right into a really good position. Mm -hmm. I was making all this money. I got this dope apartment. I got me an Audi. I was doing my thing. And she fired me. And I helped this lady build, you know, her brand into really what was the true foundation of what it is now. Okay. And got a second location for her and all these things. And I had invested. I mean, I was working 70, 80 hours a week. Oh, wow. I got her a new location and she fired me. And it was based off of more so ego mm-hmm. than my performance. Mm-hmm. So that was really something that messed me up where it's just like, at the time, it was like, even though I was doing so good and I was helping her to get into a position to living out, you know, her business in the way that she saw almost dreams coming true right. and like actually putting a dream on paper. And then we were actually executing on it. Right. For me, it was frustrating and it felt like a setback because it was like, Sometimes even if you are giving your best and even if you're going above and beyond Mm -hmm. and you are, you know, in a position to help somebody's dreams come true, that doesn't always mean that it's going to work out in your favor. And so for me, that started off my business career um, and going from a super high into like an immediate like yeah like an immediate low now i'm like now what am i supposed to do so i think that was probably the biggest setback for me because i'm so career oriented and i don't have children so Mm -hmm. my business has always been my baby so um so yeah that was probably the biggest one for me what would you say for you and like all that energy you have put into her business yeah you could have put into yours and yeah and that's and and that was really the setup right you know for a come up but at that moment Mm -hmm. um it definitely reshaped me as an employee um reshaped me into putting my mind into entrepreneurship those Mm -hmm. types of things so definitely turned out to be a positive right but in the moment Oh, oh, absolutely. Definitely. Was a was yeah. a major setback because I was probably like 23, 24 okay. at that point. So yeah. by the grace of God, it was early right. in my career. But 
at 23-24, it was a huge blow right. after putting right. so much into it. So I will ask you the same question. What do you think so is your biggest? My biggest setback to date was I was working at NBC. Mm -hmm. I got pregnant. Yes. And I didn't really know what to do because I knew that I didn't want to continue to work there at the time. Right. Mm -hmm. I was thinking like, okay, well, maybe I should start another career, you know, back home because all my family is based in Ohio. Yeah, all your support is there. Exactly. I remember us having those conversations. So I just remember being pregnant and thinking like, what am I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, I was applying for jobs and I actually landed a, a, a job in Cleveland mm -hmm. um, working for this local station as a producer now, like, to me, it was a total, you know, it, it wasn't the best ideal situation in right. my opinion mm -hmm. because I took a huge pay cut. You know, mm -hmm. they I asked for more money. They weren't willing to give me yeah. more. They, I think they went up maybe five more thousand than when mm -hmm. I was, you know, they initially offered me. Yeah. But um, I just went with it. Mm -hmm. I said, you know what? This is going to be my new life. Yes. I'm going to have yes. to do things for my kid. My life was about to change. Mm -hmm. So when I moved to Cleveland, um, I actually found out maybe like two days beforehand, before I was supposed to start this position. Yes, yes, yes. Mind you, I had just had my son. My son, um, I had just had, and like two weeks later, I was supposed to start this position. Yes, I remember that. And um, two days before I started, the guy that had interviewed me and then sold me the job position, whatever he had told me like my hours I was going to be working and they were overnight. Mm -hmm. And I was so confused because the way he had approached me with the position, it was going to be like early mornings, like 4am to 12pm. I can do that, you know, yeah. but me having already been in the industry and I've mm -hmm. already worked overnight. like, I know what type of toll that took on my body and to do that with a newborn. I right. Like, yeah, no, there's and no you way. had already moved at this point. Yes. You had uprooted your life yes. from DC, from DC, moved yes. back to Ohio yes. and now had this entire new life. Yeah that you were now responsible yeah. for. So yeah. I remember those conversations yeah. and I was at home like, Jesus, I don't know thank you for birth control. <laughs> because what I cannot be a part of right now, you know what exactly. I can handle. Right. Yeah. And it was, you know, I had to respectfully decline the position. Yes. I said, yeah. you know what, I, this isn't going to work for me. Mm -hmm. So I had to live off, you know, a man at that point because, I had no source of income. Yeah. Anybody who knows me knows like I I could not do that for for a long time. Like, mm -hmm. I I've, I've never been that type of person to live off somebody. I've been working since I was 13, 14 years yeah. old. My yeah, mom has same. always taught us how to be independent, how to make our own money. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it was just a real transition for me. And yeah. I remember being in like a depression mm -hmm. because I was I wasn't working. I just had a newborn, you know, so that transition into mommy life was definitely something that I wasn't used to. Right. Yeah. And and they and they don't have any books on, yeah, they don't have on no how to be a millennial yes. woman who is independent, who's who doing her thing, who driven. doesn't want to live off of somebody exactly. who's career driven, who, they, you know, yeah. 
has a desire to live in a city, but yeah. all of my support system is over here. There's very was, few books yeah. that are good about just like that transition from this life to this right. life, right? So, on top of on top you're of a millennial, you're independent, yeah. and everything you that have I had goals. going yeah. on. Mm -hmm. So I knew something had to shake. Yeah. I, I got to a point where I was like, okay, this is no longer working for me. I need to do something. I don't yeah. know what needs to be done, but something needs to be done. Mm -hmm. So I ended up um, moving back to DC. I moved in with you. You yes. know, I had I had asked him like, let me just stay with you for like a week or two. Yeah. And by that time, I'm gonna have two jobs. Mm -hmm. I literally came, went to DC, and did that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, got the two jobs that I was really hoping to get. It wasn't ABC. But it was a freelance journalism job. Yeah, selling your career. And then mm -hmm. um, bartending at night. So majority of the money that I was making was bartending. And I just remember working those, like, the 9 to 5 first, having yeah. to pick my son up from his nanny, and then having to go to work at night. All of that was really, like stressful and yeah. i was so tired because majority of the time from the club i'm not getting home till like four or five in the morning and my son was waking up at like seven eight and i right. remember you telling me like i understand you're tired but you have to just get up and yeah. keep going because i would stay in bed all day mm -hmm. you know because i was so freaking tired yeah and i'm tired. working so we're like these yes. two literally new moms yes. essentially like literally. trying to just yes. figure it out i don't have kids right. i don't have any experience but you, you don't have kids down. you don't have any experience and we were both working the club you know yeah. we were both working that night we both had our uh jobs during the day and then we were just figuring it out yeah. and you helped yeah. me a lot during that time figuring out and I was just like so appreciative mm -hmm. because it was such in my head like a major setback for me and I remember you know like I don't I don't cry so when I when I cried to you and I'm like dude I cannot do this yeah. like I really felt like I just was about to give up yeah and me and her I think me and Erica if you followed us know mm -hmm. that we're not actually family, but we are right, family. Exactly. Like if anybody asks, this is my cousin, because yeah. me and Erica, as soon as we met, we saw eye to eye yeah. on and like how we things. move mm -hmm. and, um, yeah. you know, being career oriented mm -hmm. and making those tough decisions. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. like she said, she's not emotional. Um, and <laughs> I, um, and me being me and coming from a family that's uh, both of our families very similar. Mm -hmm. Whereas like you jump in, we superwomen, we yeah. save the day. And yeah. so it wasn't even really like a saving thing. It was more so like, I know that you want better for yourself mm -hmm. and you deserve better. Mm -hmm. And society is going to tell you that you need to stay in Ohio. Right. People are going to tell you to stay in Ohio. And people so are going to tell people. you to wait for your, like yes. be by your support and yeah. all of that. And for me and Erica, it took one person. Like it took yeah. us being together for a couple of months yeah. and to completely shift her life Literally back to completely. the life <laughs> that she wanted. And really it's that step of faith that yeah. I feel like yeah. when it comes to people having children they don't really talk about taking that leap of faith because mm -hmm. you're so concerned about oh you're gonna put your child right. in harm's way right. or like mm -hmm. you're not gonna be able to make it yeah 
you weren't going to make it. I mean, somebody who's not emotional, you have to see that and be like, she's for me, it was, she's not going to make it by taking a step back mm -hmm. and living what we would describe based on our personalities as something that is less than right, right. now for other people and for other personalities, by all means, it was a hundred percent in support, and we had those conversations. Yeah, telling me, be a stay-at-home mom. You're well taken care of. You'll be provided. You know, you you're taking care of better by being a stay-at-home mom yeah. based on the circumstances yeah. that you were at at that very moment. But I'm so like I was so focused on just retaining my career because I knew how hard it would be for me to get back into it yeah. if I didn't do something right away. So I was calling everyone, job hunting everywhere. I didn't care what I had to do. I just did it. Mm -hmm. And then the news came and it was only literally a few months. Like, yeah, it was great. It was, it happened really quick. Thank God. Um, to where my old uh, supervisor called me and she had a position for me. And I'm like, this is this is what I mean when I say like you do have to take those leaps of faith because if you're not gonna trust God, who you gonna trust? Yeah, and exactly. You can you have to trust yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And God wasn't moving me to to you know do my own thing or making sure my career was straight um, for no reason. Like He clearly yeah, gave me exactly. that ambition. He clearly gave me that. Uh, drive to make sure like you no know, this is truly what you're supposed to This is to still be. for you it's even though you. in the eyes of mm -hmm. most or even in your mm -hmm. eyes for a temporary period of time I it's like this is it. a setback yes. this is not going to happen yes. and I remember telling her we're gonna make it work we're gonna I'm figure gonna it out you're gonna yeah. come here mm -hmm. even if it's just for a couple weeks yeah. and just try it the worst yeah. that could happen this is one thing that I learned from my mom that I will never forget mm -hmm. the worst that can happen is somebody tells you no yeah. Like and it just doesn't yeah. work out. Yeah. But at least I tried it, tried it. and yeah. I eliminated all my options. Mm -hmm. And at this point, Ohio is my best option. Right. But we weren't there yet. So it was worth it. And within two weeks, somebody with no experience, yeah. you know, in bartending, getting a job. Literally. So you have to like <laughs> see these things. And I'm right. such a firm believer mm -hmm. in if it is easy and it's in your heart and it's mm -hmm. part of your dream, yeah. keep going after yeah. it because yeah. God isn't going to make it to where it's just like, I'm confused. Am I supposed to be here? Am I supposed to be there? If you step out on faith and you try it and things just keep rolling, yeah. believe that it's for it. you and keep going with it. And even though it's hard and even though I was getting home from the club at 3.30, yeah. relieving yeah. the nanny. She was getting <laughs> home at the, from the club at 5.30. Yeah. Then we back up you know 7 30 with the thing. baby because he didn't slept okay. yeah no none of this was, was going arrested. on yeah. yeah and then you know getting up and now i'm going to work and it's yeah. just like okay i'm gonna be back in a couple of hours okay cool because i gotta be at the club mm -hmm. now i'm working a double tonight yeah. okay yeah. cool i'll be home by eight o'clock you gotta be at the club at nine o'clock we were Hustling, doing it doing it yeah and and, and, and now you know, uh, we were pushing each other. We were pushing each other. And her blessing became a blessing for me, where it's just like, even though it wasn't my situation, and my mm -hmm. sister did the same thing for me when she had my nephew, where it's just like, God knows me to know that 
a child would completely shift me in a in a totally mm-hmm. different direction. But I've learned so much right. by the people that are closest to right. me and them having children and just to see how God continues mm-hmm. to move in their yeah. life and how quickly things happen in that you got a better position yeah. and the people that were talking down and looking down oh on God. you, you, I'm going to let you oh really get into it, but talking, <laughs> talking about her. Cause we would, oh we don't God. play about each other. Yeah. So like we telling each other yeah. and she's telling me, you know, mm-hmm. they, they're finding out that I'm pregnant mm-hmm. and saying their little slick comment. Yeah. And then God ain't going to let me, but God ain't going to have you out here like people feeling they got a one up on you or whatever and to come back Mm -hmm. and now that people got to look at you as a supervisor or you are above them and And it's just like the crazy thing about it though because one thing when you're a child of god he do not play about you he don't and that is my line god 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 don't play play about me me. and he shows me me each and every trick Mm -hmm. he shows you each and every yeah like he do not play about us because one thing that helped me along that journey was it brought me so much closer to God. Oh yes, I mean even it for really, me and just and yeah. I was just you know yeah. a bystander just being there. But it really helped me grow mm-hmm. spiritually. Like I was really like just grateful for everything that I had went through. That setback made me even want to come harder. And, exactly. And God, and God led me through that entire time. And you're right. The people that were talking down on me you know, with that new position, they had to answer to me. Yeah. Like God, he, when I say he don't play, he's he going to show really, out for you. He really showed out. And, 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 you know, so many people, even to this day, they'd be like, Oh my God, but you lost so much during that time. Or, you know, you gave up a lot and you did this and that. And I'm like, yeah, I did, but, but I gained so I much, gained more. So much mm-hmm. from it. And you, you couldn't even understand. Like I, so many people, around me, they're so focused on what I lost. And I'm so focused on what I really gained from I that I mean, to be experience. honest, because I was there front mm-hmm. row, what is it that you love? I mean, to be in my eyes, yeah. like at a certain point, yeah, you might've lost some time. Mm-hmm. You might've lost sleep. Yeah, my, <laughs> yeah, sleep, stuff like that. But it's like, we was outside so much. We were losing <laughs> sleep anyways. We was on the same schedule yeah. pre-baby, yeah. after the baby. That's like, true. I mean, That's so true. so really when you yeah. look at it is how you look at yeah. it and the choices that you choose to highlight. That's mm-hmm. why, you know, we do these affirmations. And I think they're so important because it helps you to highlight the elements of it that is just like, this is a positive. This is, this, a positive. Is, this is a way for you to get back in tune mm-hmm. and do, you know, do a spiritual check and be like, actually, mm-hmm. everybody, if I listen to everybody else, I have lost so much. Yes. But if I really just sit with myself and listen to God and listen and to God and affirm to yes. myself what God is telling me, yeah. it, I, I'm I, killing I, it. I'm killing it. And the thing about it is he he put me in a position where I was only supposed to win. I, I was making 50 more K than I was making before my child yeah, or before yeah, the position, you know, yeah, in the position that I was before yeah. me. So it's like, I didn't lose nothing really. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hours of sleep. Yeah. That, that's, that's cool and all, but like really God just showed up and showed mm-hmm, out in my life. Mm-hmm. And, and that brings me to my next question. Like, how did you overcome that setback? You know, you were, doing things for someone who 
you thought was probably going to be loyal to you right. and treat you right mm-hmm. and, and, and do good business with you. So how did you overcome that setback? In every way. Everything that I learned from that, I wrote it down. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I decided what things I didn't like, what things I did like. I maintained a healthy relationship with her. I can still talk to her. That's great. Yeah, because <laughs> it wasn't what you have going on is is your business. Mm-hmm. I'm. I. It sucks that I ended up in the crossfires of you know your ego trip or whatever you had going on. But that's something you got to figure out on your own. So there's no point in me being right. beefed out with you. Right. So it was a maturity moment right. for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Um, I left that situation i was investing so much time in her space i i didn't have time mm-hmm. to think about what i wanted for right, me and right. the things that were going to put me in a position to be even more than what i was already seeing right and so um i realized what i wanted to do to invest into what i'm doing now mm-hmm. which is i went to school you know, to become an esthetician, mm-hmm. just to eventually open my own place, mm-hmm. help to encourage my cousins to do right. it. So for me, I gain so much in what is my business now mm-hmm. and my consulting business now right. and giving, you know, really free gyms yeah. here and there just yeah. because I was open to the process and I allow myself to be vulnerable enough to say, these are things I could do differently. These are the things that I want for my future. These are the things that I learned. Um, And for me, it was the foundation for everything that I have right now, regardless of the industry, I'm Mm -hmm. able to take that knowledge and that wisdom and translate it to any kind of business that I'm going to go into. Um, And it freed up my time. I love that. So I, I mean, it was all a setup. And now you're like a boss woman. Like, you're the boss. You're not answering to no one. Mm -hmm. You're the boss. So really, that setback really just like paved the way for who you are now. And I love that. I love that because my setback, I feel like it definitely paved me to who I am now like my mentality is so much stronger my mentality Mm -hmm. is so much different like women um especially new moms I understand what postpartum is like I I went through that you know what I mean and then to have everything else that I was going through on top of you know transitioning into motherhood yeah it I don't look at it as a setback anymore it was just something that I had to go through. Yeah, it was a setup. It was a setup. Uh-huh. Why we shouldn't look at it as setbacks. Anything yes, that we go absolutely. through in life, should we should look at it as setups because mm-hmm. whatever we're going through is setting us up into the next chapter for our lives. Like me, I'm a hustler now. Like I I had somebody tell me before I had my son. I had someone tell me that I wasn't a hustler. I was just a hard worker. And to mm-hmm. me, that yeah. kind of hit me deep because yeah. I'm like no, I am though. Yeah, but, and that's not a bad thing right, to be a, a hard thing. worker over right. a hustler because everybody's right. not meant to be a hustler. Right. But mm-hmm. it it hits you in a it certain spot. Like how that? How that? Because I thought I was. Yeah, right. But it but it turned out to be true at that time. At that yes, time, when mm-hmm. I when I transitioned into motherhood and I really got to see like all the different things that I had time to do. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh no, they were right. Yeah, let's see how you really let's build. Let's see. And and, mm-hmm. and I encourage everyone, and this is 
bringing us to our our um, our last question. Like, what advice do you have for like going through setbacks now? One, don't look at it as a setback. Mm-hmm. To whatever people or whatever situation that you're in and people are talking or saying stuff about you or saying or talking on your situation, use that as a, a drive for you yeah. to keep pursuing whatever you have going on because nothing is going to stop you. If 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 somebody says something about, you know, you just brush it off with your, you know, brush it off the shoulder mm-hmm. and just keep it moving because if I would have listened to everyone and what oh they said, and if I would have listened to, oh, just be a stay-at-home mom, just be, you know, just get taken care of mm-hmm. and do this and do that, like you'll be fine. I would have been probably like depressed, yeah, and in a mental state where I'm like, okay, this isn't. I don't know. Just it, it just wasn't. It wouldn't be the best for me for you. And if mm-hmm. I had listened to those people and not listened to my intuition, not listened to God. Mm-hmm. Um, and use and and have my son as my motivational back factor, I would have probably, I don't know where I would have been. We won't think about it. Yeah, we won't yeah. think about it. But like, I, I feel as though, you know, the advice I have is whatever setbacks you're going through, or, you know, think that you're going through, just look at it as a positive thing. Like, okay, I'm going through this for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do everything that I can to make sure like, it, it's not a setback for me. It's it's setting me up. It's building me to yeah. to be something even greater than yeah. what I already am. And it happened for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. That foundation of like you working for someone else. Now you're the boss. Yeah, exactly. And now you're laughing at them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just never know what God has in store for you. Mm-hmm. And it's so important to listen to yourself and to listen to God. No, absolutely. And I think that, you know, we hear certain biblical Mm -hmm. scriptures or statements um, all the time. But I think we clearly are firm believers in God doesn't give you anything you can't handle. And so I've had to look back on numerous Mm -hmm. situations Mm -hmm. and realize, dang, God, you really think that Mm -hmm. I'm like, I've got grit because there's no way that if that's, a true statement Mm -hmm. that I can go through all of this and come out and be better, be set up for something greater and not believe that you've put some wild things Mm -hmm. in me. That's going to make me, you know, just all that I'm dreaming of that is not as far off as, you know, as it may seem based on my current circumstances. Mm -hmm. So my biggest advice is just to know that you're only going through certain things because you can take it, you can handle it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's hard to wrap your head around the fact like, God, if you love me, then why would you take me through this? Because I believe, because he believes in you, because he knows how great you are and how much you can handle and that you built like that. You built like that and apply that mentality to every situation every single i mean big small small, whatever whatever. if Mm -hmm. it's career relationships even death you know what i'm saying apply that to every situation because you just you just never know you never know what it's gonna turn into and Mm -hmm. you know you might change from those situations oh absolutely god has a funny way of showing us like 
okay, this is this is who you were maybe six months ago, right? Maybe a year ago, yeah. But this is not where I wanted you to be, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna have to take you through something. You might have to change a little bit, yeah. But understand the end result is always better. I'm telling you, always, always better, better yes. than where you started. Yes. 